the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by We Know Medicare. Welcome to We Know Medicare, keeping you in the know on all things Medicare and providing you a wide range of options and valued advice for improving the quality of your health care and your life. Get unbiased direction along with valuable tips and tools for achieving the best health care plan available for both you and your loved ones. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. It's We Know Medicare. And now, here's Dan Larry. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show, and thanks for tuning in. You know, I just wanted to uh, give you some information uh, here. It, this is from the CDC. The, <clears throat> they're really great about giving uh, health tips. And this is a heart health tip from uh, the CDC. And they say you should try these seven strategies, which they recommend for your heart health. And uh, number one, speak with your doctor and learn uh, your heart health history. Eat a diet that includes fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and lean meats. Uh, move more, sit less, quit smoking, take medicines as directed, stay hydrated with water, and choose your other drinks wisely. And monitor your blood pressure at home. And, and when you stay hydrated, you know, water Water is the real key here. You know, coffee has a tendency and teas and things like that, even though they are made with water, have a tendency to dehydrate you. So water is really important. And that's why you should choose your other drinks wisely. They don't necessarily mean alcohol, but that too. But water is a key in heart health and always monitor your blood pressure at home. So I always like to give you these tips to keep you, you know, aware of what uh, folks are saying. And these things seem to be pretty simple. Uh, You know, eat a good diet, move more, sit less, quit smoking, uh, stay hydrated, obviously take medicines and monitor your blood pressure. Good, good advice and strategies from the CDC. So, you know, we always get these, Great questions from our listeners. And one of the ones that uh, it seems to be somewhat repetitive. And, and when I mean repetitive, uh, it's, it's happening to folks all the time. Because Social Security, you know, changed the retirement age, but Medicare did not t- change the uh, Medicare Part A and Part B age or enrollment. So this is a great question. Uh, and it comes from listener Dom. And Dom says, uh, you know, um, Dan, I, I didn't enroll in Medicare when I turned 65 because I was still working and covered uh, by my employer health insurance. Now I'm retiring at age 67 and hit, missed my initial enrollment period. 
how do I enroll? Well, you know, Dom, that's a great question. Uh, and, you know, really, thanks for tuning in and, and listening. And, and know that uh, with this, Dom, you can enroll in Medicare using what's called a special enrollment period. Uh, sometimes you'll hear the acronym SEP. But these special enrollment periods are uh, periods of time outside normal enrollment periods when you can enroll in health insurance. Now, they are typically triggered by specific circumstances. Now, there is a special election period that begins when you have coverage from your current work. That's the job-based insurance. And you are in your first month of eligibility for Part B. Now, that ends eight months after you lose coverage from current employment because the employment or insurance ends. Now, you use this Part B special election period also means that we, you will not have to pay a Part B late enrollment penalty. Now, <clears throat> in order to use this Part B special election period, you're going to have to meet two criteria. One, uh, you must have insurance from current work. Uh, from your job, your spouse's job, or sometimes a family member's job, or have had such insurance within the past eight months. And you must have been continuously covered by job-based insurance or Medicare Part B since becoming eligible for Medicare, including the first month uh, you became eligible for Medicare. Now, you want to know that you can have no more than eight consecutive months without coverage from either Medicare or insurance from your current work. And you are ineligible for the Part B special election period after going for more than eight months without the Part B uh, or job-based insurance. Now, uh, in most cases, you should enroll in Medicare before losing your job-based insurance to avoid any gaps in coverage. Now, remember, even if you use the special election period to avoid a late enrollment penalty, you may still be responsible for any health care costs you incur in the months after losing job-based coverage before your Medicare coverage takes effect. Now, uh, for help timing your Medicare enrollment to ensure it starts immediately after you no longer have job-based insurance, you're going to want to reach out to your human resources department one or two months in advance. Now, uh, if you are considering delaying your Part B enrollment because you have job-based insurance, make sure to understand whether your coverage will be primary or secondary, meaning who's going to pay first, who's going to pay second. And also know that since the beginning of 2023, uh, you may qualify to use a special election period to enroll in Medicare if you meet certain requirements, such as if you mistakenly delayed Medicare enrollment based on employer misinformation. So, uh, Dom, congratulations on your retirement. Uh, I, I hope this answered your question and really uh, helps our listeners when other folks give us these types of questions so that those of you in these situations can have uh, some information and start talking with folks that can help you like those HR departments. 
Now you can always call uh, us at 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060. And we are certainly uh, able to talk to you about this and and look at what your situation is because everybody's situation is different. Everybody's health care is different. Everybody's health care needs are different. And these plans and, and health insurance in general isn't a one-size-fit-all, especially in the world of Medicare because everybody has their own needs. And what you want is quality, affordable health care that's easy to access and simple to use. That's it. You just want something that's easy. So when you're going to be retiring, and a lot of folks are going to be working past the Medicare age of 65 because Social Security is has changed the retirement benefits, uh, and a lot of folks are going to be retiring at age 66 and 67 in the coming years. So you know, with that, a lot more folks are going to be in this situation where they're going to be working still uh, past the age of 65. However, you know, uh, here's a situation where you want to make sure that you cover it ahead of time. So as long as you know ahead of time, you don't have any of these gaps in coverage, which puts you at full risk, right? When you don't have uh, health insurance coverage is something happens, slip, fall, whatever, and you don't have the insurance, you, that's 100% on you. And I have to say that for folks uh, north of 65, one of the main issues of any kind of bankruptcies is due to a catastrophic health event that there wasn't sufficient insurance, health insurance to cover that individual. So always think of this as risk management, if you will, because that's what insurance is. And the risk is putting yourself uh, in a position to where you aren't covered. That's not good. Make sure you're always covered. And again, you can reach out to us at weknowmedicare.org. Simply just go on the website. Again, that's weknowmedicare.org. And, you know, take a look. There's information on there. You can click a button and have someone uh, reach out to you. So there's a lot of great information on there that I think it's really helpful uh, that you have this. So, uh, you know, congratulations, Don. That's a really great thing. You're, you're getting to retire. Um, I'm looking for that at some point in my life to retire, maybe when I'm 80. Who knows? You know, children are very these days stay dependent for many years after they leave the nest. But with that said, I think it's important when you are looking at healthcare coverage, that when you're working with someone, that you're working with someone that's local, someone that understands the local environment, which means the Medicare, the medical doctors, the providers, the networks that are out there that has information across the county that you live in, the plans that are available, the health insurance companies, um, and and then look at what your personal needs are and do a needs analysis. Look at what prescriptions you take. See if there's any type of other things that you need for health care. And then to make sure that as you're looking at all of this, that you have options that are going to suit 
your personal needs. And I have to say that many times when uh, an agent or broker, um, you can use the term loosely, <clears throat> when there's when they are sitting there working with you, they are really there to help understand what your needs are and to create uh, a matrix based on information like on medicare.org and the different platforms that they use that they put all of this together and look at your information. And many times when they're sitting in a household of two or three that are all looking at Medicare for the first time, there could be three different insurance companies, or if it's the same insurance company, it could be three different types of Medicare health insurance plans, Medicare Advantage plans, a Medicare uh, supplement, original Medicare with a prescription drug plan. It could be a myriad of things, but it's never always the same. Everybody is different. And so you need to be treated individually and you need advocates and you need someone that's going to be there for you when you have those questions, when you need assistance, when you need someone to help reach out to the insurance company. And that's where working with someone like a We Know Medicare broker is very helpful because they can help you with those types of situations. And it's easy. We know Medicare.org. Reach out to us and we will help you with what your uh, needs are. And it's really great to be able to give you this information because so many folks uh, are aging into Medicare. Uh, 10,000 people a day are turning 65 and need help. And we're here to help. So we're going to go take a break. I'm going to go grab some coffee. We'll be right back. Stick around. What's in a name? No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're 65 or older, We Know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We Know Medicare specializes in all Medicare-related products because one size does not fit all. Changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options out there. We Know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for health care needs. Learn more at WeKnowMedicare.org. Then call them and request a no-cost consultation. 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060. 877-346-2060. We Know Medicare may not offer every plan in your area. Any information they provide is limited to the plans they do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all your options. And now more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Hello, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. I really appreciate that. Uh, you know, uh, we get uh, really great questions, uh, as you've heard me say on this many times on this show. And, you know, I, I try to cover a wide range of subjects because that's what comes in. And many times I do repeat things because we have different listeners at different times. And, and sometimes you may not hear something fully. And, um, you know, I, I think this 
next segment that I want to do is really something that I would say take out a pen and paper, pencil and paper, and write some of this down and take some notes because we got a listener, Paul, uh, writes in and says, Hi, Dan. Uh, I usually get very nervous before my doctor's visits. Uh, my doctors are wonderful, but my medical appointments have always felt overwhelming to me. And I forget to ask the questions I wanted to ask. How should I prepare for appointments and make the most of my time with my doctors? Paul. Well, thanks for your question, Paul. I really appreciate this. And, and hence why I asked all you listeners to get something out to uh, write down some notes, pen and paper, pencil and paper, because this is part of this exercise here and part of what, um, you know, I want to tell you. So, uh, you know, it's really understandable to be nervous or overwhelmed at medical appointments. I think many folks are. And I think, you know, since so many people share these feelings, uh, that communication is the key in building good relationships uh, with your doctors and getting the best possible care. I would recommend the, you know, some tips uh, that I feel will make the most of your appointments uh, for you so that you feel your best. And remember, this is about you. Healthcare is personal. So you are your advocate. You are your best advocate. Write down your questions before you go there. If you're sitting in the doctor's office waiting room, pull out your little notepad put down any other questions, star the ones that are most important, and then sit there with it. And when the doctor comes in, have it in your hand, make it look obvious, right? That you have that in your hand. That's why I want you to get that pad of paper and write these notes down. So number one, be prepared. Now leading up to your appointment, think about what you'd like to tell or ask the doctor. That's why I said get something to write with. And make a list of this information and these questions and bring it to your visit. And also consider whether you want to bring another person to your appointment, like a family member, friend, or caregiver. It's sometimes helpful to have another person with you. Now, that's whether it's for emotional support or asking questions if you feel shy of asking the questions. So, you know, it may calm your nerves to pack a bag before your visit to ensure that you don't forget anything important um, and make sure that you've got all your insurance cards, you know, your Medicare, Medicaid, Medi Medicare supplement or Medigap, uh, Medicare Advantage cards, any other relevant documents or health history, your list of questions and something for taking notes. Well, there, see, you're already writing your notes now. So now take this with you. And put all of your questions down and use whatever you're going to write your list of questions on. Bring that because that's something you can take notes on as well if you leave it in the little notebook that it's in. Now, the next thing I really, really want to tell you is that you need to share information. You have to tell your doctor about any current symptoms or concerns during your visit. If there are several, consider ranking them in order of how much they are affecting or troubling you. And tell your doctor if you are having trouble with activities of what we call daily living, such as bathing or dressing. 
And it's important to inform your doctor about other healthcare providers like specialists, therapists uh, you have seen, and any treatments they have prescribed or recommended. Health issues can be hard to talk about. I know this. But it is important that your doctor have as much relevant information from you as possible so they can recommend the best care possible. Now, if your doctor does not specifically ask for information that you think is important, tell them. Remember, it's about you. It's not about them. You want to ask questions. If you don't understand something your doctor says, ask them to explain it. Don't be afraid to ask the same question more than once or to ask if your doctor can explain something in a different way. If you need more time to process an answer, so what? Take the time. If you need further clarification, consider scheduling a phone conversation or speaking to a nurse or other provider. And, you know, get it in writing. Ask your doctor to write down what you should do between now and your next visit. Now, this may include instructions on how to take medication, a specialist you should see, and, you know, sometimes it could be lifestyle modifications, like stop being to smoke, right? Stop smoking. And finally, follow up. If you experience problems after your appointment or if you have symptoms that get worse, call your doctor's office to follow us, uh, to schedule a follow-up appointment. Now, you may also need to make a lab appointment or find out how to access test results. And it could be helpful to learn if your doctor uses any form of electronic communication, like email, email or an online portal. Now, these can help you communicate your questions and look up previous appointments, lab test results, without having to call the doctor's office directly. Most of these uh, health plans or most of these health groups, provider groups, have a pa- agent, a patient online portal that you can get information in. Also, Medicare.gov has an online portal that you can get Medicare information on. So I hope these tips help you prepare for your next doctor's appointment and feel a little more confident. And I really do wish you the best of luck. So always, you know, um, have that pad of paper out. Be prepared. Use that same pad if it's in a notebook to write your questions down, and to also take notes so that it's in the same spot. Make sure you have all of those insurance cards with you, whether it's Medicare, Medicaid, Medigap, Medicare Advantage, anything that's relevant. If you're seeing a doctor new for the first time, you may be bringing your health history, um, and and maybe you're going to be sending that health history uh, to that provider electronically or your previous provider is sending it electronically. And again, share information, tell them about any symptoms, concerns, any vitamins. A lot of folks like to bring all their prescriptions in so the doctor can see that. Take, tell them about any supplements. That's not a prescription that's over the counter you take. And tell them about, you know, your, what you do, your exercise habits. If you smoke, you don't smoke. And just be honest with them because your health is what's most important to you and your family. 
So if you're asking the right questions and you're prepared and you get them to write down what you should be doing, how to take medications, any specialists, and those lifestyle modifications like, you know, uh, stopping smoking, um, which we all know is something that helps everyone, uh, you know, this is something that will help you. So again, I hope these uh, tips help not only uh, you, Paul, but all of our listeners, because these are important questions that people need to, to be aware of. <clears throat> and when you are, you know, looking and sitting there um, at, I'm going to be turning 65, and, and you know, you're, usually this comes into play in your mind about age 64, um, and if you're the age 63, 64 right now, uh, you know, your retirement uh, age is going to be somewhere in uh, 67. And it's really for those folks that were born from 1955, uh, the retirement age went to 66, and then it goes in monthly increments. And then for those born 1960 and later, uh, it's 67. And so that's your retirement age. That's not your Medicare Part A and Part B age. And so it's always important to know the distinction of both and to make sure that as you are reaching that age of retirement, you know, whether you need to enact your Part B or not is going to be dependent upon the current health care you have. And at age 64, that's when you should start talking with, you know, uh, us, for example, about what types of options you have, how what type, how you can delay and and remain delayed from your Part B premium, uh, so that you don't get a late enrollment penalty, and taking the steps to prevent that. Talking to your HR departments, uh, if your company has an HR department, or uh, you know your benefit person, if some bigger companies have benefit person. And you'll want to understand how that is going to work if there's any kind of group retiree, if there's the, that group retiree is a, a group retiree health insurance plan, it could be a group retiree prescription drug plan. It's really important to have that set up so you don't worry about it when you turn 65 because it's important not to get those penalties because when you get those penalties, they last your lifetime. And you'd get one for a Part B and for a Part D, and those are pretty significant. And again, it lasts your lifetime. But if you're prepared and you're doing like what you would do in a doctor's office, you're getting some notes and you're, you're t keeping track, you're working with an agent or a broker who's going to understand your personal health profile, uh, what you need uh, through a needs analysis, uh, looking at your current doctor to make sure that that doctor is going to be within the health insurance plan that you're selecting. Uh, if you're taking one of the Medicare Advantage plans, if you like a particular hospital, pharmacy, those are all important things. And that's where, you know, coming in with beyondmedicare.gov, which is a great source of information on the health plans, it doesn't speak about the doctors as much in the network. It does talk to you about star ratings, and star ratings are important. But really having someone there that can navigate all of those things based on your health care is what's most important. Those 800 numbers can always do it. 
how we can help you here locally. It's WeKnowMedicare.org, 877-346-2060. We're going to go take a break, pay for this show with some commercials. We'll be right back. No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're 65 or older, We Know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We Know Medicare specializes in all Medicare-related products because one size does not fit all. Changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options out there. We Know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for health care needs. Learn more at WeKnowMedicare.org. Then call them and request a no-cost consultation. 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060. 877-346-2060. We Know Medicare may not offer every plan in your area. Any information they provide is limited to the plans they do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all your options. And now, more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. You don't want to take... Uh, this segment here and and first uh thank every veteran uh in this nation uh, past and present uh, for all of the service they've given us uh, sometimes their lives uh, which is horrible for protecting our nation and um, i, I want to talk about how medicare uh, works with tricare and so I got this question recently. Uh, it's, Dear Dan, I recently retired from the military and am turning 65 soon. I believe I must enroll in Medicare, even though I have TRICARE benefits. How does TRICARE for life work with Medicare? Jody. Well, thanks for your question, Jody, and thank you for your service. Thank you uh, profoundly that we certainly appreciate that. So TRICARE is a health insurance program uh, provided by the federal government to active duty and retired military personnel and their family members. Now, there are many different TRICARE programs. There's TRICARE for Life, also known as TFL, and it's a program for Medicare-eligible military retirees and their dependents. Now, TRICARE for Life acts as a supplement to Medicare. Now, this means that TRICARE for Life typically covers your Medicare cost sharing. So that is deductibles, coinsurances, and copayments. <clears throat> TRICARE for Life may also pay when services are not covered by Medicare or when you have used up your Medicare benefits. If you are eligible for premium-free Part A, it's important that you should sign up for your Medicare and enroll in Medicare Part B to continue receiving TRICARE benefits when you are no longer an active duty service member or covered by an active duty service member. Again, 
you need to sign up for Medicare and enroll in Part B to continue to receive TRICARE benefits when you are no longer an active duty service member or covered by an active duty service member. So after enrolling in Medicare, you should pay, you should uh, automatically receive your TRICARE benefits through TRICARE for life. If you delay Part B enrollment, you may face a late enrollment penalties and gaps in coverage, which you don't want to do. Now, TRICARE for Life also offers a pharmacy program that provides creditable drug coverage. You may choose to delay your Part D enrollment without penalty and continue using TRICARE for Life's pharmacy program. Please remember there are many different TRICARE programs. If you are an active duty service member, that's referred to as ADSM, or an active duty family member known as ADFM, you may receive your health care benefits through a different TRICARE insurance program, such as TRICARE Standard or TRICARE Prime. You can typically delay uh, Part B enrollment if you are an active duty <coughs> service member or an active duty family member and enroll in Medicare when you are no longer active duty using the Part B special enrollment, also known as a SEP. Now, if you need assistance with TRICARE for Life or a different TRICARE program, go directly to TRICARE's website for more information and contact them directly. So uh, I really hope, Jody, that this helps answer your question. Thank you for your service. Congratulations on your retirement. It's important to understand these benefits. And with these TRICARE for Life benefits, you do have to have Medicare Part A and B. So you have to enroll in that and make sure you understand that if you don't, that you could face a penalty for delaying your Part B coverage. So again, Jody, I really appreciate uh, your question. Congratulations and thank you for your service. And it's really great to get these in, this information. But once you get in there, how do, do these benefits work, right? So I wanted to make sure that we had some follow-up questions that were really, you know, uh, kind of similar to what Jody was asking. And one of the things that a lot of our VA listeners want to know is, is especially like this question from Max. He's like, Dan, I, ha I have veteran affairs health coverage and I'm turning 65 in late March of next year. Do I need to enroll in Medicare? And how do VA benefits work with Medicare? Well, great question, Max. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your service. And, you know, first, I, I want to start with a quick review of Veteran Affairs Benefits, also called VA benefits. So VA benefits are administered by the federal government for veterans, people who served on active duty in the U.S. Armed Forces for a required period of time and received an honorable discharge or release. Now, VA benefits include pensions, educational stipends, and health care, among a myriad of other benefits. It's important to know that VA, VA benefits do not work with Medicare, 
though you can be enrolled in both. And VA benefits is different than TRICARE for Life. So it's important to know that the VA benefits do not work with Medicare, but you can be enrolled in both. So in order for your, your VA coverage to pay for your care, you must generally receive healthcare services at a VA facility. In order for Medicare to pay for your care, you must receive care at a Medicare certified facility that works with your Medicare coverage. VA benefits will not pay for Medicare cost sharing like deductibles, co-payments, or co-insurance. This means that if you choose not to enroll in Medicare or to keep only your VA coverage, you will not have health insurance for facilities outside of the VA system. Now, enrolling in Medicare gives you more flexibility in what doctors and facilities you go to, while also having VA benefits to cover things not covered by Medicare, such as hearing aids and dental care. Now, some people choose to enroll in Medicare Part A for added hospital insurance because it is often often premium-free. But the turndown they turn down Part B because of the monthly premiums. Now, in this scenario, though, you would likely face a premium penalty and a coverage gap if you decide to enroll in Part B in the future. Now, please know that VA benefits, so the Veteran Administration benefits, do offer creditable drug coverage. This means that if you are enrolled in uh, VA drug coverage, you can delay your Medicare Part D enrollment without having a late enrollment penalty. Now, be sure to compare the costs and benefits of Part D and your VA drug coverage to decide which best suits your needs. Now, typically, the VA drug coverage has no premiums and no or limited copayments for your prescriptions. However, you, you have to use... A VA pharmacy and their facilities. And you may want Part D coverage if, if you live far from a VA pharmacy or facility or do not want to use a VA provider to get the prescriptions because in order to get your prescriptions filled at the VA, a VA provider, a VA doctor has to write that prescription. You can't take a prescription from the outside and fill it in at the VA. Uh, And you want the flexibility of filling prescriptions at retail pharmacies or find the VA formulary too restrictive. Uh, You may reside in a non-VA nursing home and want to get prescriptions from the long-term care pharmacy that works with your nursing home. And possibly you qualify for full extra help, which has lower copays than the VA coverage. But if you decide to enroll in Medicare Part A and Part D, you should do so during your initial enrollment period. Now, that initial enrollment period is three months before your 65th birthday, the month of your 65th birthday, and three months after your 65th birthday. Now, because you're turning 65, let's say in March, your initial enrollment period is from December through June. So you'll have all of that information. You'll be able to work through that. But if you are a retiring veteran, please enroll in Parts A and B because then you'll broaden your coverage. Uh, Even if you don't take a Medicare Advantage plan, 
if you enroll in part A and part B, sure, you'll have a part B premium, but some folks, it may have uh, the ability to, uh, to, you know, have more options, have more access to care. And if you live far away, sometimes the VA will allow you to see a doctor out of their area. But you should make sure that when you're doing this, you need to have your parts A and your part B. Enroll in those. Don't put yourself in a position where you get a a lifetime penalty. And if you want assistance, if you are a veteran and you would like some help navigating this maze, we are more than happy to help you. Uh, We have agents that are actually veterans themselves that have gone through this have retired and decided to become, uh, you know, Medicare broker themselves and help other eight uh, veterans. And so we have folks that are out there that can assist you, uh, help you understand how the benefit works, um, how it works with Medicare uh, supplements, Medicare Advantage, how it works with original Medicare, and putting you in the right position to get the best quality affordable health care that's easy to access and simple to use. And your health care is all dependent on you and your needs. And so having someone that becomes your advocate, that understands those needs, does a needs analysis for you, and then shows you what your options are and you choose from it because the agent only wants to make sure that you're getting the best health plan that you can get because it's for you. And they are looking to be your your trusted advisor for as long as you're on Medicare. So reach out to us at weknowmedicare.org. That's weknowmedicare.org. Or give us a call at 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060. I'm going to go take a break here. I need to get some more coffee. Top this off. I'll see you on the next segment. Stick around. No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're 65 or older, We Know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We Know Medicare specializes in all Medicare-related products. Because one size does not fit all, changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options out there. We Know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for health care needs. Learn more at WeKnowMedicare.org. Then call them and request a no-cost consultation. 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060. 877-346-2060. We Know Medicare may not offer for every plan in your area. Any information they provide is limited to the plans they do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all your options. And now, more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. I need to talk to uh, the studio management here. This copy is 
way too hot, way too bitter. I'm going to have to just stick to with the water I have here. Uh, <clears throat> ah, sorry about that. I digress. I just like a good cup of coffee. Uh, we have a really good question that I, I feel is important, uh, and many people face this, actually. And I'm just going to stick right into it. It's, it's hi, Dan. Uh, I have a qualified health plan, QHP, from my state's health insurance marketplace. I'm turning 65 soon. Um, should I enroll in Medicare if I have marketplace coverage? Quan. Well, thanks for your question, Quan. I think it's a really great one. And, I, you know, a lot of people are in the same boat that you are. I mean, there's uh, 10,000 people turning 65 every day uh, in this state. That, that's like, what, eight every minute, eight every second? I don't know. It's, it's a phenomenal number. But, um, you know, this is important because a lot of people are in marketplace coverage. Um, and, you know, if you have a qualified health plan, uh, deciding what to do as you approach Medicare eligibility depends on really your circumstances. In most cases, you should enroll in Medicare and disenroll from your qualified health plan. But there are two exceptions. Um, you have end-stage renal disease. That's uh, it's known as ESRD. And if you have kidney disease that requires dialysis or transplant and are eligible for Medicare, you have the choice to enroll in or stay enrolled in a QHP with cost assistance, uh, like through tax credits. Now, you want to be sure to consider how the, the uh, qualified health plan's coverage and, and costs compare to Medicare before uh, deciding to delay Medicare enrollment, right? You always want to compare the coverage and costs. And, it, you know, if you need um, any counseling regarding that, you can also, you know, about that end-stage renal disease, you can talk to the state health insurance assistance program. And let's say you don't qualify for premium free part Medicare Part A. Uh, if you're eligible for Medicare but would have to pay a premium for Part A, you can keep your qualified health plan with cost assistance as long as you do not enroll in any part of Medicare. Now, you should consider all consequences carefully before deciding uh, to keep a qualified health plan instead of Medicare. Because if you ever decide to enroll in Medicare, you may have to wait for a general enrollment period to sign up. Um, and usually, uh, if you're using the general enrollment period to enroll, it means you may experience gaps in coverage and uh, incur a late enrollment penalty. But if you qualify for premium free Part A, you should consider you should not consider using the marketplace to get health and drug coverage. Uh, it would make sense to enroll in Medicare when you first are eligible and disenroll from your, your health plan uh, in a timely manner to avoid paying extra premiums. Now, there's some additional things to remember when consider, considering whether to enroll in Medicare if you have a QHP from the marketplace. Um, one, you're, you are ineligible for cost assistance. That's a tax credits to help pay for your qualified health plan premium uh, once you're eligible for premium free part A. So it is likely not cost effective to have both Medicare and a qualified health plan. There's no guarantee that a qualified health plan will pay for your care if you have or, 
or are eligible for Medicare Part B, meaning you may have little or no coverage. And you may experience gaps in coverage and late enrollment penalties when attempting to enroll in Medicare late. And so, uh, Quan, I, I really hope this helps you with your decision in to enroll in Medicare or not. Uh, it's really uh, important uh, and probably the, you know, the option in going to Medicare generally does is the route that most folks would take. And so I wanted to uh, just follow up with this question with one that's really, uh, you know, very similar. And it, it's about transitioning from the marketplace plan to Medicare. And, you know, uh, listener Ferda says, uh, Dan, uh, thanks for the information you give on the show. I like direction. Well, you know, thank you. Um, I know I need to enroll in Medicare soon. What is the best way to disenroll from my marketplace plan and enroll in Medicare? Ferda. Well, <laughs> thank you for your kind words, Ferda. Um, appreciate that we can help you uh, with the world of Medicare. And it's a great thing that you're planning ahead to smoothly transition from your marketplace plan to Medicare. Now, one certainly does not want to have a gap in coverage. Heaven forbid, you, you do not want that. For those that don't know, the health insurance marketplaces uh, were created by the Affordable Care Act so that people with no insurance or not enough insurance could purchase health insurance in that marketplace. Qualified health plans are one type of health insurance policy that you can buy through the marketplace. So if you have a qualified health plan, in most cases, you should enroll in Medicare and disenroll from your qualified health plan. Now, again, there are two exceptions. You may qualify for Medicare because you have end-stage renal disease, or you do not qualify for premium-free Medicare Part A. Now, again, if you qualify for premium-free Part A, uh, you should not continue using the marketplace to get health and drug coverage. You should enroll in Medicare when you are first eligible and disenroll from your, your qualified health plan in a timely manner to avoid paying extra premiums. To disenroll from your qualified health plan coverage, notify a state or federal marketplace representative of your intent to disenroll from your plan at least 14 days before your Medicare coverage begins. That's 14 days before, minimum 14 days before, to a state or federal marketplace representative. And if you are enrolled in a plan through the federal marketplace, contact the marketplace call center at 800-318-2596 or visit healthcare.gov. Now, if you're enrolled in your plan, in a plan through your state's marketplace, like Washington has one, you want to go into the Washington state's marketplace to learn how and when to disenroll from your plan. You want to ask for disenrollment steps from a marketplace representative if you're enrolled in a family plan. You want to also speak with your employer if you 
are, if you are enrolled in a small business health options program known as shop through the marketplace, make sure to work with the marketplace representative to ensure that your marketplace plan ends the day your Medicare begins. You, so you do not want a gap in coverage. Now, be aware that if you delay your Medicare enrollment, you will likely experience gaps in coverage and have a late enrollment penalty. It is usually not a cost effective to have both Medicare and a marketplace plan. Uh, you know, I really hope this information helps. For it. Again, I appreciate your, your uh, words. Um, to transition, you're going to have to disenroll and you need to contact the state marketplace so that you can disenroll no less than 14 days before you're going to start your Medicare coverage. You don't want two premiums. You don't want a Part B premium. You don't want a premium for your uh, marketplace coverage. So always, you know, reach out to us. We, we understand how those mechanics work. Uh, we know Medicare.org. You can re- request a consultation um, call us at 877-346-2060 and just say you want to get some information on how to transition from the marketplace to Medicare. And we will certainly help you with that. So again, Ferda, uh, thank you for your question. And it looks like you're going to be retiring into that. And uh, congratulations on that as well. And thank you for uh, listening and your kind words. <clears throat> You know, there's an interesting thing here that I want to go through really quick is we get a listener, Suzanne. She says, hey, Dan, uh, my doctor's recommending I get surgery. I do trust them, but I want to get another opinion before agreeing to something so big. Will Medicare cover uh, the second opinion, even if another doctor recommends the same thing? So, uh, you know, thanks for your question. For perspective, a second opinion is when you ask your doctor other than the regular doctor, their view on symptoms, injury, or illness. And this is to help you make a better informed decision about your treatment options. Now, there are countless reasons why someone should want a second opinion. Some examples are you have a rare condition with which another doctor may have more experience or training. Your doctor recommends a treatment that's risky, invasive, involves surgery, or has lifelong consequences. You want to make sure you've considered all your treatment options and you believe your diagnosis could be incorrect. And original Medicare covers a second opinion if your doctor recommends that you have surgery or major diagnostic or therapeutic procedure. They'll even cover a third opinion if the first and second opinions are different from one another. The second and third opinions will be covered by Medicare uh, unless the procedure ultimately isn't covered. Now, note, Medicare does not cover second or third opinions for excluded services like cosmetic. So if you have a Medicare Advantage plan, your plan may have a different cost and coverage rules for second and third opinions. So you want to contact your plan for more information about cost or restrictions. And some people may feel uncomfortable or nervous asking their doctor for a second opinion. They're professionals. They'll respect your, you wanting a second opinion. And many consider it standard practice to get another opinion. In fact, your doctor may already uh, be giving you referrals for a second opinion. So just have peace of mind with a second opinion. And remember that you are your strongest advocate and you should always fight for yourself. So Susan, thank you again. And I really do hope this helped. And it's important that, you know, you have someone that's an advocate. 
someone that's there that'll help you with your health care because health care uh, you know should be quality affordable health care that's easy to access and simple to use and everyone should have that you know really thank you for listening I want you to tune in next week this show is all about you it's not about us you have questions reach out to us at questions at we know medicare.org thanks again everybody we'll see you next week thanks for listening bye-bye We hope you've enjoyed today's broadcast of We Know Medicare. We Know Medicare is a dedicated resource and advocate for Medicare eligibles and independent of both individual insurance companies and Medicare itself, allowing them to provide unbiased assistance to Medicare recipients in need of a quarterly health care plan. Visit WeKnowMedicare.org to learn more. That's WeKnowMedicare.org. And tune in next week for more We Know Medicare. This pre-recorded program is sponsored by We Know Medicare. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.